He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shome 97.7. Shot down by Kulak. Tomorrow night at the Bell Center, the Canadians will try to sweep the Jets out of the playoffs. They win game three, five to one. It's all over. Did they ever beat them? 820 is the time. Bad Pete in here with uh, Pierre Hood from Réseau des Sports. Bonjour, mon Pierre. Salut, mon Pete. How are you today? Uh, very good. For a lot of reasons, too. Uh, we're out of the red zone. Ça fait du bien. And uh, also, the Canadians won 5-1. What a big win last night. Game three over the Jets, and it could all wrap up tonight. It could all wrap up tonight. Always the toughest game um when you're so close well i mean when you're when you have the possibility to clinch and when you have a lead uh some sort of a comfortable lead uh in a series uh it's it's usually the toughest game to win Pete. that's human nature right sure just ask the uh, toronto maple leafs <laughs> well, that's true <laughs> you're right well, that's I... a great that's a great comment ask the maple leaves uh yeah and sometimes you can't even win the clincher uh, as we've seen from the leaves uh but uh you know what uh we'll see about that because uh the signs are not the same i mean when 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 the habs won game number five against the leaves you had a feeling that something uh, strange was going on yeah. uh, with uh, with Toronto. I don't feel the same uh, from the Habs. I think that, uh, on the contrary, I think we can feel that uh, there are there are so many signs that says that that team just uh, refuses uh, to let go of their of their success, and uh, that's quite positive for tonight's game. And you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, the other series <clears throat> uh, that will lead to the uh, quote unquote Eastern final. Uh, looks to be very long and looks yeah. to go down the wire. So uh, I'm sure that uh, they could use the break for sure. It's interesting to note, too, Montreal has gone six straight games without trailing at any point. And uh, last time they did that was 1978 when they won the Cup. Put another way, Pierre, the Canadians have not trailed the game for the last 376 minutes and 14 seconds. And uh, tip of the hat, I think a lot of that has to do with one named Carey Price. <laughs> I guess so. It starts with Carey Price, right, Pete? Wow. Uh, by the way, this this uh, figure is the fifth longest uh, streak or, or sequence in the history of playoffs in the NHL. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty huge. Sure. And and when you're talking about '78, well, that was in the core of that domination and that amazing uh, team that won four Stanley Cups in a row. So. What they're doing is absolutely great. And, uh, you know, you have to mention Carey Price to start with. Um, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's not game situations right now uh, that he has to steal the show, steal the game away from the opponent. But it's just, I would say, discouraging for the opponent to have Carey Price so solid. Uh, even even in, in, I would say, normal game conditions, he projects... A lot of, uh, of confidence uh, for his teammates. And it starts with him, of course. And uh, the way he, uh, he's so cool, calm, composed, the way he, uh, he moves technically, because that also, Pete, uh, I don't know if you, if you can focus on what he does. Technically, he's back to his, to his ultimate mm-hmm. form. Yeah. And, and, the opponents, and the opponents know that. Yeah, exactly. He's in their heads right now. He's uh, in their heads. Yeah. And he's in, he's in Connor Hellebuck's head. And he came, and one of the reasons the Leafs actually collapsed 
he started to get into Jack Campbell's head as well. And that, that I'm glad you bring it up because that's a huge effect uh, in, in those series. Yorel Armia last night, uh, he was so good against his former teammates. I mean, two goals, one assist last night. He's making a strong statement about his future with our team here. And at the same time, maybe we should applaud the whole line of uh, old-timers. We can call them that because uh, Stahl, <laughs> Stahl's looking good and Perry is looking just excellent along with Armia too. <laughs> Uh, everybody was ready to bury alive Eric Stahl. Yep. Not so long ago, Pete. <laughs> I know. And uh, my, uh, well, because of experience and because I've seen so much, uh, my answer was always wait and see. Uh, those veterans players, they, they can take a little bit of time to adjust to a new team, to a new life. You leave the family behind. Uh, you have to settle in a new environment. Uh these are these are good players, and they have been good players, and they still have some uh, appetite left. Yep. Uh, and and you have to give time. And I'm I'm very happy that they gave time. Uh, well, to start with with Corey Perry uh, when he forced himself into the lineup for good about uh, like ten games into the season, or maybe earlier than that. And now it's Eric Stahl that plays a huge game uh, and a huge contribution. But Yoel Armia. We always talk about Philippe Dano, Thomas Tatar being out of contract, Pete, uh, mm -hmm. being free agents this summer. Well, Yoel Armia as well. And, and I think that, um, I mean, I'm not talking about uh, Philippe Dano, who for me is an obvious uh, asset that you have to try as much as possible to, to, uh, to keep with the team. But Yoel Armia has not necessarily a lot of equivalence with that team. He can absorb a lot of hits. He's big. He's, uh, he can play. He can play a little bit physical game, but puck control is his main asset, and with the, he uses his size very well. And in, in given situations, he will give you games like last night, and those are priceless uh, contributions. So, uh, it's, it's a strong case for Marc Bergevin to start talking to his agent sooner than later. Yep. Don't forget about the old-timer, too, uh, Shea Weber, who's been playing extremely well. And he and his partner, Ben Sherrod, are looking amazing out there, too. They are. They can they can deliver and absorb. Would, would, you, would that be the, the right way to yeah. call their style of play? Because they are targets, Pete, and more and more they are targets. The opponents uh, and the Jets are trying to make them lose their, their control, their temper. Uh, they're trying to... Uh, you know, to uh, some sort of, of, of put a target on them, and uh, they uh, they respond so well. And after Jeff Petrie uh, didn't come back in the third period, they had to do so much, and they had That's to right. do uh, an extra layer of work, and they were just brilliant last night. They're tough. They're tough to play against. And that's exactly what you want in the in playoff situation. Do we know what the uh, severity of uh, Jeff Petrie's injury is? Because uh, you saw the way that happened, eh? where that little hole is carved out in the uh, the plexiglass for the photographers yeah. to put their lens here. Uh, yeah. That looked like pretty nasty. It was a very fluky injury. But do you have any word on what uh, you know? Anything more to tell us about that injury? No, nothing more, Pete. I'm afraid. But uh, you know as much as I know. It's not necessarily uh, broken, yeah. but but because of the uh, because of the the joint there, yeah. uh, it could be swollen, and it just can be so um, so um, so harsh <clears throat> in terms of pain that maybe you just can't hold your stick properly, and uh, so so obviously that well not obviously but most probably this is the cause of the injury. Now the extent of the injury we don't know. Uh, we will know. 
probably later this afternoon because because of tonight's game. Uh, there is uh, just uh, the extra players that will be on the ice this morning. Hats off to Canada. We won gold at the World Championships. That's an amazing comeback story right there, too. They uh, lost the first three games in this tournament. They looked like they were going absolutely nowhere, but uh, they skated to gold yesterday, Pierre. Yeah, at least I got to call uh, one of those uh, goals. <laughs> All right. it, it, was a lot, it was a lot of fun to, to call the, uh, the, the game winner in overtime. And uh, Pete, uh, you know, I've been doing this for so long. Uh, what I like is to have a clear-cut two-on-one situation. And what you wish for is that the last player that has the puck does score the goal because I can't hold back right there. <laughs> really? You had one of those yesterday, did you? Good. <laughs> I did have, you know, that wonderful play from Connor Brown to Nick Paul. This is the Ottawa Senators combination, mm-hmm. Pete, yep. and they did so well. The, Nick Paul actually had a, gr- had a great game. Connor Brown had, had a spectacular tournament on uh, Adam Henrique's line, especially when Andrew Mangiapane came on board. Uh, but that play in three-on-three situation was just a beauty to see and a beauty to call. And uh, when I uh, was able to unleash Elibu, well, that was that was the the crowning of a, of an amazing comeback for uh, for Team Canada. Hey, listen, Pete, th- there were so many players in their early twenties, even in their teen uh, years, with no experience on the uh, international surface or very few experience for some of them in the junior championships. Uh, and but hats off to Gerard Galland, he showed that uh, in a very short span of time, he can actually build up a team and he can create some some chemistry and he can create some good game plans. And I hope that will serve Gérard Galland's cause to make a comeback in the NHL as a head coach because he deserves it. And a quick wrap-up uh, to the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, Sergio Perez, the winner yesterday, Pierre. How about that? Yeah. How does that sound? Sergio Perez, his first win uh, with Red Bull. Uh, crazy race, Pete. Uh Two scary moments, tire uh, deflations for Lance Stroll, who hit the wall uh, very hard. The same for Max Verstappen, who was a clear-cut uh, leader in the in the in the race. So Pirelli will be investigating what caused those uh, sudden deflations and could have been uh, much worse in terms of impact. Uh, goof from Lewis Hamilton when the race was restarted with two two laps to go. He just pushed the wrong button. Uh, for break uh, balance, and um, he ended up losing 14 positions, so he was almost out of the race. The door was open for Sergio Perez, and also great, great result for Sebastian Vettel and for Aston Martin, Lawrence Stroll's uh, team. Uh, first, very good success, and it's promising for the future. Pierre, je te remercie infiniment. And uh, but listen, we'll see you tomorrow morning at about 8.20 again to recap the uh, the whole series. Oh, I mean yeah. last night's game. <laughs> I don't want to hex the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't play the spoiler role, Pete. No, I'm and sorry by, about that. And by the way, I'm glad you posted that picture on social media. Now I can see what the two of you look like in the morning. Who has to win Yeah, right? yeah. yeah we're you, always I, smiles, I, that's not, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I didn't look at the smiles. I especially looked at Esteban's shorts there, or Bermuda's. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, wow, we can see we can see he's working out, right? 